Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. It's the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Kyle. I'm here with my best friend in the entire world, Eric. We're here to talk about some disc golf and some other things. Eric, what's your random tangent today? Simon Lazat's coming back this weekend. It's going to be glorious. That's going to be so awesome. I didn't get to watch the card announcement, but... I'm excited to see, hopefully see, that he's on like a lead or a featured card because I want to see... What tournament? OTB Open. I want to see every throw he throws this weekend. It's pretty exciting. It's been a long time without some Simon lines. Uh, He can't throw Simon lines yet, or he's not supposed to be. He's supposed to be taking it easy and throwing smart golf lines. We'll see what he does. I mean... I feel like he plays pretty good with smart golf lines. I was supposed to be throwing smart golf lines today, and you know what I ended up doing? Run it. Throwing a lot of random forehand shots. I, dude, I didn't even tell you. Well, cool. Save it for the show. I have a surprise. I have a surprise a surprise coming up. Surprise! Can't get enough of us? Head on over to our Instagram. Most of our stuff from our Instagram gets posted over to our Facebook, and then we have an awesome Twitter, a TikTok a YouTube page, go subscribe over there, and a Patreon if you want to uh, support us. It's pretty easy to do on there. Shout out to our two Patreon subscribers, Sean and David. Lastly, I just wanted to shout out the Middle East real quick. Egypt in particular, but, you know, the entire Middle East. Thanks for listening, guys. We are currently affiliated with Starframe Disc Golf. Use our code ONO to get 5% off over at starframediscs.com. That's starframediscs.com. Use the code ONO for free shipping over at our Teespring store. That's teespring.com backslash stores backslash golf. It's an easy way to support us, guys, and we have awesome merch. We worked really hard on it. Go buy some merch. We have a very exciting episode for you today. Kyle had a great disc golf weekend, so he's going to tell some stories from that. Uh, we're going to quickly run through most of the tournaments that went down, Goat Hill, uh, 303 Open, and run through what the hot round's sitting at right now. And then we got a new segment we're going to try out instead of a top five this time. We had a listener send in his bag, and we're going to kind of rate it and review it and say what we think the guy's missing in his bag. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. So, Kyle, tell me about all the fun you had this weekend. I had a busy disc golf weekend, man. Busier than usual? Much busier than usual. On Friday, I headed on up to Fort Collins to the 303 Open. Uh, There was no spectating, so I got in volunteering to be a spotter but luckily they really didn't need me i was like a floater so i was just supposed to like relieve people but people didn't really need to be relieved so i ended up working for about an hour out of seven hour shift 
So pretty good day. Just followed around Casey White, followed around uh, Kyle Klein for a bit, and then followed around Eagle for most of the course. And it was a pretty fantastic time. Pretty insane to watch somebody throw 650 feet. If you want to see some of the highlights that he recorded, we have those quite a few up of, of them up on Instagram and probably more to come. Yeah, it's on the YouTube and on the TikTok as well. I've been trying to cross post on everything. Get it everywhere. But yeah, I took I took way too much video of everyone that I could. It was it was a lot of fun. Definitely want to head, hit up some more major tournaments remaining this year, even if I could. Head out to California, OTB Open, go. I know, but like, that's it's still quite a hike over there, man. Uh, what else did you do? So yeah, earlier today I I participated in the. Monday getaway at Ponderosa, which is a steakhouse. fun little small. It's what? Not a steakhouse? No, and it's not an all-you-can-eat buffet. Oh. Unfortunately, they did have a nice little shop. They have nice their own discs that are nice and plain. Love them. Picked up an Emac Judge. Pretty, a pretty, 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 pretty Emac. Pretty judge. pink one. Check out the picture on Instagram. It's freaking beautiful. Played horribly. It was rainy and about 40 degrees and had a pretty consistent about 10 mile an hour wind with like 20 mile an hour gusts. Toward the end of the round, it got really foggy to the point where you couldn't even see the baskets. That means you can't see the trees either, so you're not as scared, right? True story. You just chuck it as hard as you can in a direction and hope. Listen for the sounds. Yeah, I did have one where it was like we we just listened to hear if it was hitting the chains and it didn't. I was like, oh, that would be a, that would be a nice way to hopefully hear an ace, you know? Yeah, but that would have been really sad to hear the chains and then walk up and find oh, out. Oh, it's it's, it's not even there. Yeah, and it's OB yeah. or something. Uh-huh. I did have one ace run on an elevated basket shooting out of the woods into an open field. Uh, there's OB behind the basket. I should have just aimed a bit lower, but. Almost hit it, but also went OB, so. Like took an automatic three then? Yeah, and then missed the putt, so. Oh. Hit the basket. Oh, oh elevated, so, yeah. It's a yep. little tough. Yeah, it was really windy, and I gave it a good bid. I tried to make it. That's all you can do. Yeah. Try I, and try again. Yeah, I, I feel like that one was at least, like, I confidently attempted to make it, so. There was one hanging basket. Hole one was, like, quite far in the air, so missed that putt, too. That was great. Hit the basket. Hit the basket quite a bit today. It was it was a rough putting day. I didn't end up very well. It was, you know, fine. I think I got rated, like, 840. To so. be fair, he went in completely blind in poor weather. What are you going to do about it? So, yeah, I'm a little bit hard on myself, but it's fine. It was all, it was good. I had a good time. Had good card mates and. He didn't yell and swear. So. One time. And I was like, oh, sorry about that. Bad Kyle. I mean, to scream fuck one time. It's like, uh, eh. Yeah. It was on hole two. And I hit it, you know, I was under a tree. I had already hit the tree, and then I I had to throw another forehand, and I threw a horrible forehand, <laughs> and it was really low, and I knew that I was probably staring down double bogey, and I was 
you know, a little bit upset. Had to get the frustration out. Yeah, should have said, oh, no. Should have said, oh, no. In other exciting news, we have a thousand Oh No Disc Golf stickers now. So if you see us, I'm going to give you a sticker. Well, he already gave some out, so just under a thousand. Yeah, probably like 990. If anybody's looking to order stickers for themselves, a thousand stickers is a lot of stickers. You're not prepared. It's a lot of stickers. It's a good amount. I feel comfortable giving them away. Yeah, you'd get a sticker. You get a sticker. If you want a sticker, let me know. Uh, maybe I'll mail you some. Send me send me your address. You you have our email address. Did you do anything fun this weekend with this golf? I really didn't. I birdied a hole at like a little small local course that I've never birdied before. Bought too many discs. Tell the listeners about your disc addiction. I bought two Garrett Gerthy Star Wraiths, two First Run Omega 4 putters. I bought two Kona Panis Star Wraiths. I bought six Alpaca putters. I just bought a Roaming Thunder, and I bought an Origin. All in like a period of five days ish no i bought the star rates like at least a week and a half ago they just haven't been shipped yet and how does that make you feel i haven't looked at my bank account yet so good so far yep good so far feeling okay uh, it'll be nice to get them in i'm really excited about the roaming thunder and i'm really excited about the wraiths all four of them right fun part is i've never thrown a wraith until i got these so I just went all in and bought as many wraiths as I could get my hands on. Cool wraiths, not just like regular ones, you know. Well, the Garrett Curthy ones are more overstable, right? That's what everyone said, and those things are like super beefy. I don't have anything to compare it to. I have one, but it's old. It's a early run. So enough about us. The professionals this week were spread out everywhere. We had a lot of the pros at the Silver Series, Goat Hill Challenge, a lot of people at the 303 Open, a lot of Dismanian people at the 303 Open especially. Then we had Paul Macbeth and Chris Dickerson battling it out at Huck Central. I heard Paul Macbeth and Chris Dickerson actually went into overtime to figure out the winner of that. That was just like a little local A tier. So that's kind of cool, you know, to be playing a tournament, just see them two battling it out would be really awesome. Yeah. Kyle was at the 303 Open. He got to watch. Who took it down, Kyle? Kyle Klein. Oh, yeah. Kyle Klein took that one down. I think he was sitting like 21 under or something last I looked. Yeah, I think so. Eagle almost came back. He came within one stroke. Yeah, I think he threw like a negative nine the last day. You are correct. But Kyle Klein was able to hold him off. It's pretty good for Kyle. Two back-to-back wins. Yeah, it's huge for him. It seemed very casual when I was watching him play. Yeah, I'm sure they're just, you know, kind of did it just because it was in Discmania's home state. I would guess that'd be, like, the main reason. Yeah, Discmania was, like, there. Yeah. Yep. So. But uh, the Goat Hill, or Challenge at Goat Hill, MPO, I didn't get to watch a ton of it. I did watch some here and there. It was a pretty exciting, cool little course. Not cool little. It was a big course, really big course, it seemed like. I don't know if it was just because it was so hilly, but course seemed gigantic. Anyway, 
rounding out the top three. Gavin Rathbun ended up coming in at third at 29 down. Anthony Barella at second at 33 down. And I wrote down the wrong score for Ricky. I think he had 40 down. But Ricky had an insane showing at it. Just absolutely bonkers. Ricky things, yeah. So Ricky won it with seven strokes under second place. So it's just another... Ricky's just running away with everything. No one can catch him and those giant legs. He had some crazy rounds. I think Barella was fairly close after the second round. I mean, four. He would have been in four strokes at the start of it. So, yeah, he could have, but I don't feel like anyone can catch Ricky when he has a lead on the last day. Not if he's going to shoot 15 down. Well, that's why he's just so good at matching people's efforts or like matching you know matching hot rounds and just playing good enough just to hold people off too it's like right it's insane to me gotta harness my inner ricky sometime the fpo was really exciting to watch i watched more of the fpo than i actually did mpo watching the girls get out there and rip especially like the bomber like jennifer allen she throws like she's a freaking Olympian. It's the way she just explodes out of it. Out of it, it's pretty exciting to watch. Uh, there are some new like local to California girls that aren't like fully sponsored yet, so they're not on tour. That played really well, so that was kind of exciting. The coverage was by GK Pro, and it had uh, Juliana Corver as a commentator so it was fun listening to her talk you know she's like a big big time fpo champion so she gave a lot of insight colin handley ended up taking third place at fpo she's one of like the local california girls that i don't think spends a ton of time on tour she's fairly new to it own scoggins came in second at 10 under i knew she was gonna do good she's california girl so she talked about it I'm at the one press conference, I can't remember where, about how she can't wait till she gets back to California to play. And then Lisa Fakus ended up coming in first at 11 under. So it was, it was a good disc golf all around. Solid watch. Yes. Check it out if you haven't had time. Yeah. It's on GK Pro. FPO is on GK Pro, and then Central Coast Disc Golf um, definitely did like the lead card for MPO. Sick. Kyle ended up winning the fire rounds for Goat Hill, the challenge at Goat Hill, 7 to 5 and he leads overall 29 to 21. I figured out That's crazy. I figured out his uh his strategy. Whenever I pick the good people, he just steals them. <laughs> like if I lose, then I just pick the person that you picked. Yep. That's what and you then, did. Yeah, I picked then, Ricky Wysocki. Uh, I picked Ricky Wysocki round one. You picked Ricky Wysocki round two. I picked Lisa Fakus round two. You picked Lisa Fakus round three. I honestly didn't even notice that, but I mean, it could be, could be a mysterious strategy. Oh my gosh! I just remembered something. He just remembered something. The surprise. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Are you just gonna say it and try to cut it in? I don't know, dude. I threw a forehand roller. For fire? No, in the tournament. On purpose? Yep. Mm. It's the only shot that I had. There was OB, OB long, OB to the right. There was 
trees all the way around me and i was just stuck and that's what i had and it worked out i still had i missed the putt but i had a look and it didn't go out of bounds mm. so so you're like a pro at forehand rollers now <laughs> no oh i thought that i thought that was the point of the story are you supposed to do them with the crystal zones the spark ones not that I know of. What are you supposed to throw rollers with? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I, I lied. Forehand I guess rollers? A, a forehand. Um, Big Germ says the putter forehand roller is one of like the most underrated shots of, of disc golf. In, it, like, in the woods. It won't roll forever, but you, it still has like a blunt of, of enough edge that it'll yeah. like, uh, stay it's on useful. it for a while. If there's no air shot sometimes you got to go on the ground yeah it works i mean i think you are supposed to for rollers just in general the more most overstable you can throw just means it'll like roll that straight line forever longer right and it it just basically did a hyzer on the ground you know yeah but i I just figured it was like the best of all of the bad options in front of me like i could have so easily gone like a patent pending shot and hit the hit first tree in front of me and you know mm-hmm. kicked but, into the out of bounds yeah i figured at least this way i was or into more jail and yeah worst case scenario it rolled out of bounds long and it i threw it pretty light to make sure i didn't do that so yeah even if you did you probably still would have some sort of a putt right well it was pretty close to the back yeah really quite close to the basket so not too shabby. Could have been worse. So, coming to a podcast soon, forehand roller tips from Kyle, because he's a professional. Yeah, getting there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Don't throw a forehand roller unless you have to. I this is first and only tip. It was literally, like, last choice. It, I, I've, I don't think I've ever thrown a forehand roller, like, unless it was out of desperation did you sing that one song from the lizzie mcguire movie after after it worked what song this is what dreams are made of i mean it worked but only kind of because i missed the putt because i was scared that there was ob behind it you know pretty sure i took a five but the forehand roller didn't make you miss your putt true it was it was just me and a headwind and a headwind that was Kyle suddenly remembering the surprise. Surprise! surprise. Now it's time to rate your bag <laughs> like a game show. <laughs> Welcome to the game show with no winner, judging Nick's discs. <laughs> that could get real bad. Judging Nick's dick. Discs. <laughs> discs. Um, yes. Okay, then you just say it, because I'm going to definitely say dicks on accident. We can say dicks. Judging Nick's dicks. There you go. Are you going to say it at the same time? Oh, I don't want to actually say dicks. Three, two, one. Judging Judging Nick's Nick's dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we this way? What? said why are we this way uh, all right judging nick's discs judging nick's discs judging nick's discs eric 
start it off. I just want to say before we get into this, just because there's certain things that we think you should add to your bag doesn't necessarily mean that this individual's person... Yeah. These are all... You can sum it up to this is opinions. Yes, this is opinions, but every person's game is a little bit different. So a disc that fits our game might not fit whoever's bag we are judging. In this case, it is our friend Nick. Not even try the last name. (laughs) Also, we get that you kind of need to change up your bag based on your course and the weather and the altitude and multiple factors. So, Oh, and this entire list will be in the show notes. So, Oh, yes. Don't worry about writing down everything if you're driving or anything. Don't profusely write things down when you're driving. Just check the show notes. When you're safely at your destination. Yes, not while you're driving. So his putter slot, I don't want to call as basic, but it just it has like uh, two of the main, like most popular non-beaded putters. Got a Star AVR and a D-Line P2. I'm a P2 guy, so I'm all about it. The only thing I would change here is, I don't know if he uses his Star AVR for putting. That's the only thing I wouldn't do. If he uses it for approaching and like throwing off the tee, rock on. But then you would have thought he would put it in the approach or mid. I know, but... Just, you know, making You're sure. giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a beaded putter guy, so I guess I should just stay quiet here, but... He doesn't like them. He just doesn't like the non-beaded putters. Not my first choice. I guess I'm getting close now with my EMAC judges, but... He's silly, though. We don't need to talk about that. That's a conversation for a different day. Yeah, I'm bad at putting anyway. <laughs> Maybe it's the beads. Could be. Nah, I'm just bad. (laughs) (laughs) No self-deprecation. Fuck. Forgot about that. Yeah. Talk about how great you are. No, I I can't because I was really bad. (laughs) In his uh, approach in mid-slot, he's got two Envy's, one Neutron Soft Envy, and the new Eclipse 2.0 Glow Envy. Really big fan of Envy's. I've never had one in soft plastic, but I think Envy's are like one of the best driving putters out there. They glide for days upon days, feel really good in the hand. They feel almost just like a P2 or like AVR type type uh, rim. So Kyle wouldn't like them, but maybe for driving. Maybe for driving. He also bags a Star AVR3. I'm a big fan of the AVR X3. Not exactly sure on the difference between the two, but I'm sure it's pretty sweet. It's hard to go wrong with AVRs. I think we brought that up in an episode in the past about how, yeah, there's nothing really wrong with an AVR. Good beginner disc. Yes. His main mid-range is a Star Rock 3. Uh, This is about one of the things that I would kind of add to it is I would get a couple Star Rock 3s in there in varying levels of wear so you kind of have that slightly more overstable one and then you got the ones that you can really turn over and get to like glide out right his rock three doesn't look super beat in so i'm sure it still has some stability to it i don't know the difference between a rock three and a rock uh rock threes are flatter and a little bit more overstable last in his approach slash mid category is an esp zone me and kyle love our zones i don't think kyle has an esp one but it feels pretty sweet yeah, I'm jealous of your ESP. Is ESP plastic, so... Love it. It's so good. 
I feel like if you're only bagging one zone, the ESP would probably be the best because it'll be that good middle ground of not like crazy hard kicks and not just like hitting and staying in one exact spot. Like you'll get some ground play, but you won't get an insane amount of ground play out of it. So yeah, good choice there. Anything Absolutely. you would you would add in that category, Kyle? I would add in a truth. To replace the Rock 3? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I guess if that's how he's using it, then no. Would, if he's comfortable with the Rock 3, then that's fine. But the Emac truth is better, Nick, so just go ahead and jot that down. Yeah, yeah. So I guess this is our opinion the emac truth is better than the rock three I, I don't know what the rock three is but it's better than it so go ahead and get yourself an emac truth no i i only have three mid-ranges but i think that they're important to my bag i bag a justice my truth and the meteor it's extremely overstable very you know like stable and then understable so i have all three it's it's all you need yeah, I betcha, betcha if you've got your hands on an Envy, you, after you kind of beat it in Envy, I betcha that Envy could almost do the same thing you can do with a Meteor. Those things are insane for putters. I'm going to have to get my hand on, hands on one. His fairway slot is a little bit smaller than me and Kyle keep ours. Uh, maybe he doesn't have a whole lot of use for, use for fairways, but there are some pretty sweet discs in here. He's got a Cosmic Neutron Volt, which is... Like uh, Conrad's new signature disc, a Star T-Bird 3. Um, Kyle's a T-Bird fan. I think he's got a T-Bird 3, but I don't know if he throws it that much. Correct. And DX Viking. I would personally not bag any DX plastic in my fairway driver slot, but if he found a disc he likes and it flies good, then why why not throw it? And right. his last and his favorite fairway driver is a Proton Insanity. I can't remember what an insanity is offhand but the only thing i kind of see missing from here is that like overstable fairway driver slot like a ft3 firebird raptor anything that's kind of gonna really die left but like uh like i said at the beginning he might not have a, a huge play for that you can always kind of disc up and just throw a, a distance driver a little bit you know, a little bit less power, and you can kind of get that same same effect out of it. But I prefer when I know the disc is going to do the work instead of me trying to make the disc do the work. Trying to force it. Yeah. Last but not least is the distance drivers. He actually has the most distance drivers, which is pretty normal. He has a first-run Zeus. Never thrown a Zeus, but if Paul Macbeth swears by him, work can't go wrong, right? He's got a Z-Nuke. Me and Kyle both love our nukes. It's got to be nice and stable. Yeah, that one, his is, that nuke is probably pretty beat in, so I bet you he can get some pretty straight lines out of it by now. A Proton Wave, never thrown a wave either. Me and Kyle aren't huge on the distance drivers, but we just got into them this year, so we don't know a ton about them. Star Wraith, like I said earlier, just started throwing wraiths. Excited to figure out, figure them out. Everyone's got to have a destroyer, right? Well, he does. I don't have one yet. A pro destroyer. That thing's pretty beat up too. So, it's it's seen its it's seen its days. And in pro plastic, I bet you he can get that on some nice laser beams. Laser flips. And a G Star Mystery. Never never thrown any any of those either. Mystery. 
Yeah, it's, it's a mystery. So the only thing I would suggest here is kind of toning it down to a couple molds. I'm more about having less molds in my bag and just multiple discs of that mold. But everyone has their own game, so if he doesn't want to do that, then don't. That's just how I play. The way I've done it is I've just accumulated discs over time. and You just throw what flies light, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Kind of gone back to some discs that I picked up early on for my distance drivers. The turn, Nuke SS. Nuke SS is sweet. Yeah, and and regular Nuke too. Got me a birdie today. Nukes, baby. Shout out to Ezra Aderhold. Seriously, single-handedly got me one of the birdies. Well, uh, what other disc do I know is going to go exactly 285 feet into a ripping 20-mile-an-hour headwind off of a hill? A flick? Hmm? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. If uh, if I knew how to throw a flick, sure. Oh yeah, we were talking about the bag. <laughs> so that was his bag. I think it's a mostly a very well-rounded bag. He kind of hits all the slots at least once. Like I said, the only thing is it seems like he's missing kind of that overstable fairway driver. Right. Maybe a Thunderbird. Yeah, Thunderbird would fit. My cat has to say hi. Yeah, I and and I agree with you. Pick. Pick your favorite molds and then just get different plastics or like different, find your favorite plastic and then different wear. Yeah. That's just, I think, uh, I think it takes a lot of the guessing out of the game when you kind of have, have those discs that you can reach for. Yeah. Sometimes that's expensive. So true story. Throw what works for you. And in the end, just throw what works for you. But yeah, overall, I'd give this a very well-rounded bag. I thought we were going to do a bogey par birdie eagle albatross ace i'm gonna give it an eagle i would also give it an eagle yeah it's a because it's a it's a fairly well-rounded bag there's not really any holes it's got a little bit of everything in there it's not just one one company too that's always nice to see right. people who don't just i mean unless you're sponsored or have like unless a you're sponsored, real good reason why you're only throwing one company other than that i don't i don't get it it's pretty cool to see when people really really spread it out everywhere from innova to mvp yeah but give me that esp nuke or zone i mean <laughs> I know what Kyle's buying Stupid next time. From... I know. I, I really want an ESP zone. Or a Jawbreaker one. That'd be fun, too. Jawbreaker is what I want next. But, yeah, if you guys are interested in having us judge your bag and possibly tell you what you might be missing in your bag or give you some some hints on where to spend your money next, uh, just drop a message in our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Or we have an email. Yep, email. Oh no, disc golf at gmail.com. TikTok, you can email message us on TikTok and we'll we'll judge your bag. True story. Any anywhere that I'll works. Make, for I'll you. make a video on it. Yeah. Whatever your platform is, we're there. And uh, shout out to Nick for letting us use him as our little test monkey. Well, Kyle, that was a pretty fun episode. Always enjoy sitting down and chatting with you. Yeah, man, that was pretty sick. I appreciate you being here. Gotta hear about your exciting weekend of disc golf for like the fifth time no i'm just kidding yep i love to listen about anything disc golf so anytime anytime we're chatting it's usually about disc golf we went over the goat hills and 303 open results really quickly kyle's still beating me in fire rounds 
and we somehow tried a new segment. Hopefully, people like it called "Rating Nick's Bag." Insert your name here, and that was episode sixteen. We thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. If you made it to this point in the episode, as always, you are my favorite. Please, please, please go get leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars if you could. It's free. It's free if you have Apple. If not, if you don't have an iPhone, then you got to go buy an iPhone to do it. That's true. That's not free. If you don't have an iPhone, uh, follow us on Spotify. Follow us wherever you listen to us. How about that? Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on TikTok. I don't know what it's called on Twitter, but do that too. Subscribe on YouTube. If you got nine bucks to spare, (laughs) become a Patreon member. I think it goes all the way down to a dollar. If you have a dollar to spare become a patreon member literally like a cup of coffee a month head over to our merch store too uh, teespring.com slash stores slash ono disc golf you can use code ono to get free shipping and if you're in the market for some discs head on over to starframediscs.com and use code ono to get five percent off that's starframediscs.com shout out to all the beautiful listeners shout out every single person who's listening thanks guys eric thank you for episode 16 put it in the books jot that down have a good night man night